0: Fit Podcast. Yeah, wicked. Sweet. Righto, guys. So, uh, welcome to the Fit Podcast, and today we've got a visitor and our guest. We've got Coach Ben.
1: Uh, Ben, do you want to say hello and sort of introduce yourself? Uh, Good afternoon. My name is Ben Rookwood. I'm currently the head coach at CrossFit Hot Gates, and I'm also um, the mindset coach for Cortex Mindset.
0: Awesome. Um, So, as you can see, today we're going to talk about mindset, which is something that gets overlooked massively and we've just been talking a second ago about this and saying how if you can have the perfect programs the perfect nutrition programs all the kit and the setup but if you haven't got the right mindset to understand training then i think it completely limits your capabilities of where you get to and i've definitely seen over the last few years athletes that have had a great mindset and have improved loads even though they didn't have the physical capabilities and I've seen vice versa with athletes with amazing ability. You think, oh, my God, that's the next Matt Fraser or the next, you know, and then they don't have that right mindset for them to develop. But um, for the listeners, really, what for you, how do you define
1: mindset and what they sort of can think about it as it is? Yeah, so mindset is, um, is basically the way that we have our thought process or our mental inclination or disposition uh, and it's basically everything that we do and the way that we apply ourselves. Um, so, so obviously talking about the two sort of types of athletes that you have there. You have, you know, an athlete that will make so much progression uh, and they've had things maybe easier um, and they, they haven't got that kind of um, resilience because they haven't really sort of had adversity or anything like that. So they haven't got that reference point to go to. And that's then when they struggle when it does get tough. Or you have an athlete that's always used to having to try hard, go through barriers, overcome obstacles. And that's why they're going to make that progress every time because they're used to that. They've got that reference point or that foundation and think, okay, this is just another obstacle. I've been here before. I can get to it. And it's just about the application of how you... Uh, Go through your journey in either fitness or, or your lifestyle. That's so true. So,
0: is it's, it's experience of Massacre. feeling hardship yeah. and stuff like that, yeah, which 100%. you have felt as a fellow Wolverine <laughs> as well, many <laughs> yes. a time. Yeah, I, I see that with loads of athletes. So, you, you, and you've seen this. You know, athletes come into the gym and like the first three months, they like their improvement flies on. Yeah. And I find a lot of it isn't actually physical because they've already had that. We're not going to make such a quick improvement like that. No. A lot of it's just they realise they can push themselves more than yeah, they can, can they? Yeah, and
1: it's it's about. It's about stepping outside that comfort zone um, and that's where you know we talk about that adaptation comes from um, you know no one's no one's gonna grow staying safe or you know staying in that comfort zone um, I definitely talk to athletes about taking on challenges you know get that kind of um, what we call safe fear. so you know put yourself in a competition environment or sign up for the open or you know take a challenge on um, because you know there's we try to get the point across that there's no such thing as failure. It's either win or learn. Mm-hmm. And then when you understand that there's no failure, then you you know you can't you can't ever lose. You just either you win and succeed, yeah, or you just learn from it. And you know once you take that pressure off and and you, and you excuse failure, then you're always going to make progress. Yeah,
0: I, I definitely there's a massive part of myself. Uh, maybe just before I joined the Marines, especially my yep. sport and rugby. Yep. My a lot of my performances are based on fear of failure, yeah. and I was so scared of failing that it was that's why I was trying to perform well. 100%. And now I've definitely learned. It doesn't. It's actually
1: a good thing, isn't it? You yeah. learn from it. as a learning 100%. experience. So I I massively uh, learned this. So you know, obviously, being in the corps, if you're, you know, when you was a, a soldier in the war Marines, you know, you you think, okay, the next step, going special forces. I had all the aspirations to go special forces. Um, you know done all the training and you know and, and the studying for it but the thing that held me back was because I feared not passing mm. and that stopped me going on selection yeah and um, you can say I bottled it whatever but it was just the fear of failure I didn't want to come back to my unit and say I failed yeah SF selection so I thought in my head at the time that my mindset was well I'm safer just staying in the core yeah getting promoted instead of going through it. but then I just thought, well. It's special Forces, it's got high failure rate or unsuccessful rate, should I say. Um, and no one ever got sort of, you know, if you took the mick out of someone because they failed SF selection, like you've got to have a look, word of yourself. Yeah, yeah. So that now, obviously, 10 years on, you know, again, try not to dwell on the past, but I use that as an experience and think, okay, so when I do have a challenge or there's something that I want to take on, I don't want to live with any more regret because it yeah. still eats me up. It's not whether um, I. I don't know whether I I could have passed or not. I'll never know that. But because I never gave it a go, that eats me up more yeah. than what I perceive that failure to, to, to be. Awesome. So that's, that's how I always now, any decision I make, I think you don't want to look back in another 10 years and say, I wish I gave that a go now. Yeah. Because it's win, it's win or learn. It's never win or lose. Do you
0: find like if you build those like for me, I'm trying to, at the minute build loads of disciplines yep. with these different things that just become normality. Yeah. Whether it be building that, so any small little thing, whether it be a fear of going for a new PB or things like yeah. that, you can develop that so it becomes normal. So
1: yes, yeah, so you've got to think about the way that your thought process is, and you have non-serving and serving thoughts. Okay. So, so say you're gonna go into uh, chase a new one RM lift. So you set yourself up. And it's about the language that's in your head and the thought process that you're going through. So there is no point in you saying to yourself, "Oh man, this is going to be heavy," or "I think I'm going to miss this." Okay, that serves no purpose. Okay, you going in there and say, "Right, well, I'm going to smash this. I, I've visualised myself. I've, I've hit it in my head. I know I'm going to get it. I'm strong enough." Yes, the weight's going to feel heavy. It's weightlifting. We expect that. I'm going to hit it. I'm going to go into that bar, hundred percent confident. Whether you hit the, uh, the lift or not is irrelevant. It's about how you go into it. Now, there's just no point you thinking in a negative way. It serves no purpose. Yeah. But you having a strong belief system, that's going to help you. Your physical makeup and capability will decide whether you, and the training you've done will decide whether you hit that lift. But and your mindset is only going to intensify that. But if you have a negative mindset, it goes against you. So you're yeah. already on the back foot going into that lift. And, we, and I see it time and time yeah. again. I always talk about just being present in the moment, switching off from everything. Do all your preparation away from the bar. You know, I, I should imagine you see it as a coach. I've seen it with athletes. They'll they go to the bar and they'll hold on the bar for like thirty seconds before they even yeah. lift. And you're like, and they've held their breath and they just they've overcomplicated everything and they've they've psyched themselves out. And I always say to athletes, if they haven't lifted the bar within them touching it within three to five seconds, step away, set yourself back up again. Get that belief system going, and then go in again for that bar.
0: Yeah, I've been talking to loads of people about this recently about just basically being more positive. Yeah, I think I think daily life is making people more negative though. People yeah. are way way too. Um, uh, what's the word? I think basically negative on themselves based on what they see outside their little bubble. Yeah.
1: Well, then yeah. So that's that's down to your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. So your subconscious mind controls ninety five percent of what you do. So if I asked you a question and say, right, what is your favorite color? Yeah, blue. Okay, so you may think that you've obviously thought about that and you have got it, but your subconscious mind knew that yeah. already. It's there, and you can even like go, um, okay, maybe it's, um, yeah, it's there. And your subconscious mind is formed through years of uh, influence, experience, um, you know, the, the environment that you operate in, you know, the social media that you, you know, you choose to look at. Um, and that then forms the way that you are wired. Now, that you know that can take years and years and years to, to, to get to that, that wiring. Now, there's nothing wrong with, say, having a positive or negative mindset. Um, it's just being aware of it. And just like we talked about the way that we can wire our subconscious mind, we can work towards unwiring it as well. And the way we do that is then we, we look and talk about things about language, um, our outlook. So when, when I started getting into mindset and, and really studying people and the way they operate, it was just tapping into, again, the use of language that you use. So say like, you know, people that come into the box, you know, they look at the board and they're already moaning, oh, it's running. Oh, this is going to suck. Or, oh, we're doing Fran. And it's just like they've already got into their head. It's a negative. So, you know, that whole session, they're, they're, they're already below a, like a, a positive line. So, you know, the, already the session's doomed from the start. Um, and again, like the kind of language they use, oh, I can't do this, you know, um, that, that's very powerful. So, you know, when you, when you, we have a, we have a trying to kind of have a, a, like an unwritten rule that when we're at the board, we, you know, we talk everything through, but then when we cross onto the actual, um, onto the box floor, like there's no positive talk, there's no self, uh, sorry, no negative uh, talk, there's no self doubt. We use um, when I'm going to hit that lift, not if I hit the lift. It's, you know, we just go in there, that will or learn mentality. Um, you know, we try and get that perspective. Sometimes you have to dig a little bit deeper, especially like on a hero wad. I always say to people, you know, when you're uncomfortable and you're suffering, you're going to go home tonight where, you know, this hero on this hero wad didn't get to, you know. Um, and it's about getting comfortable. With being uncomfortable uh, and, and just embracing adversity, and the fact that you know you, you don't have to je- get to train, um, I'm sorry, you don't have to train, you get to, yeah. you know, and just in embracing, just looking for the positives in and squeezing the positive out of everything, you know, n- squeezing negatives out doesn't doesn't help any any situation.
0: That's so true. I um. I've been in to watch quite a lot of classes recently and I went in to watch uh, one of the 6am class over at Wellingborough location and a lot of the members there in that 6am class have been training for quite a t- some time now and watching them hit the workout was actually quite a proud feeling because you could see their headspace. like yeah. They were just going for yeah. it and I was like, "This is it's just yeah. awesome to sit back and watch them yeah. and know where they've come from and I think that is for, all through for experience, isn't it? And I yeah. don't think obviously people pay to come in and get coached and do the what's but actually a lot of it as well is their experience they gain from all those different things they yeah, do yeah massively
1: I mean. and it's and it's contagious in the sense that you know if you know you're going to have um, an undercurrent of negativity that will spread mm. uh, and again you know with, as we see in you know, CrossFit the way that people bring each other up that positive aspect you know and that raises people and you know if you've got a positive life that's only going to obviously improve the stuff but you know that, that undercurrent of negativity will will get a hold and, and it will, you know, yeah. and, and again, it's just, it's just little things, just that, that, that perception of stuff, um, the, the language you use and that thought process you use as well. So uh, do you think people have to sometimes really actually concentrate, if they say if we've got someone that's
0: listened to this now that's like yeah. relatively negative on themselves yeah. and it can be for, obviously like you said, for a vast different reason. Yeah, why. yeah. For them is it, and initially taking some like really small little mannerism
1: changes but having to think about it to begin with until it becomes natural yeah and and this is another thing i think where a lot of people get their frustration because they think you know how many times you know just saying (laughs) Oh, think positive. Okay. Oh, okay. If it was that easy, I, you know, there wouldn't be no depression or you know anxiety in the world. Or you know, if everyone could get motivated off a a single uh, meme or you know a video, you know that that would be the cure. And what people got to understand is your mindset is your complete. It's a journey. Um, you know, from you got to think about how you thought the life uh, life was as a child to where you are now, and and it's that shaped and it's taken that long. So it could take a while to unwire it and start another belief system so we do that by having awareness now having awareness of um where you're at okay um, so like we said like so when you're in a conversation think about your kind of contribution to that conversation do you always talk about yourself in a negative way do you self-doubt yourself a lot um do you look at others uh and think that you can sort of Never be capable of what they're doing. Do you feel that you're you've already kind of peaked and you can't take it on to the next level? And you know you haven't got um, a next gear to go. Um, you know that's what you need to start thinking about. When you have that awareness, again, can't stress enough. There's nothing wrong with the way you feel um, and and having that that uh, belief system. That that's fine. And and a lot of people are like that. But then what you need to do is have that acceptance and. Sometimes it's brutally hard, and like I, I talked about at the start, when I had that acceptance about yeah, I bottled SF training. Now I denied that, and I didn't tell anyone that for years because you know I, I was in denial about it. But I accepted that, and I hold my hands up and say, yeah, I, you know, I I didn't go for it because I thought the, the failing it was was uh, uh, or being unsuccessful, and it was was worse than not going on it at all. Um, so I am aware of that, uh, and I had that acceptance. So then for me to have that adaptation. I use that as a reference point. So any time I have that self-doubt or I'm not going to take on that challenge or I'm going to take myself to that next level, I just think, well, do you want to start keep feeling the way you do feel about the time that you didn't do the biggest thing that you was going to put to do? Yeah. Um, So that's your reference point. So you need need the awareness, aware of how you are. I know what triggers or gets me into, say, a below-par mindset. So things like... um, you know, if I overwork myself and I get tired, um, you know, maybe not make the best nutrition um, choices. I take too much on. I've got too many oars in the water. It's all good for a period of time, and then it all just comes crashing down. So I know that they are my triggers to then start talking about. Uh, then I start getting self doubting thinking I'm not up to obviously the, the the challenges that I face. So I know that I need to keep them at bay. Keep on top of my sleep. Keep on top of my nutrition. Only deal with the workload that I am capable of doing at that time. Then you make that progress day by day, 1% at a time, instead of trying to make big, huge bounds and jumps. Um, so that's, that's how we get the adaptation, um, after the acceptance and, and just keep in the same way that you do when you train and you, you know, you don't expect to go from not knowing how to snatch to a hundred kilogram snatch in a year. Okay. That comes with time and diligence and learning the movement understanding how to snatch. You know, and I always say that to athletes it's more about understanding a the movement then you know how to get it if you don't understand how you're snatching or understand how a muscle up works you, I don't think you will get it as fast you can still, if you understand how it works and where you need to work on then you're going to get that movement and I, under, I think that's the same as mindset you need to understand your mindset need to know where you need your, to work on and then from there you're going to get that adaptation to a, to yeah. a stronger mindset
0: we were talking about this yesterday about um, when we talked about goal setting because one of my tasks now and my aim is actually to get all the members like set themselves mini little goals they want yeah. to progress to but the thing we were saying was like you said there you can say a goal but it can be like wow because I can sit here and say well, you know I'd like to grow on our team up to 30 members but in order to get to those 30 members we've got to take all those little mini steps yeah, yeah, to get yeah, yeah. to point there yeah. um and I, I, and loads of people have got that i see loads of members like you said that walk in and they go i want to be able to do must ups in a wad. and and that's their end goal but the problem is because they've got to get there and it's taking them so long yeah. they put themselves in a negative mindset yeah. about it yeah. um, rather than thinking about those short term
1: yeah.
0: take the steps and start creating those little disciplines Massive. to get there
1: that's so. like if you don't understand the journey and how you're going to get there, mm. that's like you jumping in the car now and say, right, I want you to, to drive to um, Edinburgh. You're not allowed to use a map or sat-nav or anything like that. I just want you to get there. And you're like, well, if you don't know how to get there, because yeah, you've got your destination, Yeah, if you, you could be just driving around for days on end, just yeah. trying to hopefully follow or think the way you're going. And this is what a lot of people do. They concentrate so much on the goal that the it's about how much diligence and time you put into the journey of how you're going to get there. And that can take time, but you just need to have that, you know, again, a, a phrase that often gets used is trust the process. Okay. Which is a good, good phrase to have, but again, you need to understand what that means. Um, and it is, you know, that could take eight, 10 weeks, one year, two years, you know, you need to have faith, in that journey to get you to to that destination, yeah, and and about about enjoying it as well, yeah, massively, and it's got to be fun. If you, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't understand people if you don't enjoy the training, then you've kind of lost sight of what it's about. This yeah. is, you know, this should be the the best hour of your day, you yeah. Know? Um, you know, and and it, and, the, and the purpose it brings, and yeah, if you, you put everything into that, then yeah, you're gonna, it's gonna reflect on your outlook on life as well.
0: Yeah, that's one I our with the with the coaching and the session planning and things. is to make it like just the hour of fun where you can act a bit like yeah. a kid and have fun. Yeah, with it exactly. And... You can
1: re- release, and yeah, you see it so many times when there's there's athletes on the floor and they act in a certain way, but like. You know they don't act like that at work because they don't have that kind of comfortableness yeah. there, or that, that kind of um, atmosphere is just not there for them. And, and I think that's why it works, where people can just literally they don't have to worry about putting on a front or anything like that. They can truly be themselves. They've got acceptance there, there. Um, you know, no no one's judgmental, um, and, and they can truly be themselves. Yeah,
0: Two hundred mentor, You said it earlier. Was that maybe the big thing I see just from people all over is social media social media kills me, as in yeah. like in the sense of, I I enjoy seeing certain people post social media, but unfortunately, I think the fitness industry on social is rife yeah. with, um, with well, I'd say probably not not negative material, but more so stuff that causes negativity. Massive. And I think yeah. I uh, I see in different people that see that are following, they us say following blokes with their tops off and going, yeah. I'm I'm not good enough. I need to look at that. Yeah, and yeah. I've, I've I've put posts up in the past and said like. Don't forget, like this is all a highlight reel of like different success. You don't see all the negativity, and I think a lot of people, with us friends with the business, have seen like Fit grow. But they what they haven't seen is behind the scenes, like everything going wrong, like twenty four seven stress and uh, and the mistakes. They only see the positives of it. Um, But people, I I, because they can't see that, they don't fully correlate or understand it. Yeah, and I think that's yeah, that's
1: the trouble. Everyone focuses on kind of um what they haven't got and, and stuff like that and it's just like you know everyone's gone through this and this is what i tried to say with you know the athletes like i i feel as a coach that i've got integrity because i've been through what you've been through now you might not think that and i think that you know it's a, a lot of um misconception that everyone thinks our oh, coaches got everything on point oh man, yes. they, 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 yeah. they've, yeah. they've had it easy because they've just naturally been gifted and you know adapted to to crossfit and they know if it, it's they don't see that the mistakes that you've made. I've had horrendous sessions. I've made mistakes as coaches. I was very one-dimensional when I first started coaching, you know, coming straight out of the, the, the military. I was the same, um, yeah. You know, if people were late, I used to dig them out. Yeah. You know, um, I wasn't really into this kind of having fun. It was just like we're here to train. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, I couldn't understand why people would hold back. Um, you know, uh, it was just yeah one of the things. I was like, I'm not getting the best out of people here, and. In, then I started looking at my... Because, you know, again, it's that that having that awareness. So I was aware. I was thinking, okay, right. I'm not getting the best out of people here. Then they're, they're not getting a service. And, you know, I can't motivate these people. So I looked at myself. Then I had acceptance. Okay, look, they're not ex, all ex-war more, more Marines. Or, you know, they're there's you know some of them are you know 50 year old they never haven't worked out for 30 years or, yeah you know they're, you know they're sort of uh, stay-at-home mums or you know there's lots of different people and you know you have to be able to to tap into them again with their mindset you don't know what they're going through in life just because they don't tell you doesn't mean that they haven't got anything going on
0: yeah
1: um, and then once you start understanding people more and, and understand that mindset then you can then get your point across a lot more um in, a, in an inclusive way uh, and a more structured way uh, to, to get the best out of people. Oh, mate, I, I, I had literally exactly the same yeah. journey as
0: that. <laughs> I remember I still went, just started coaching and in like, I, so mine I really struggled with was like you said, when people come in, they'd be like, they'd be tired and they give up. Not like, I mean, they're doing really <laughs> effort yeah. and then when, when I first started coaching, I remember watching them and I'd be like, I giving up for? Like, yeah. I, I, I couldn't correlate yeah. it. But then, yeah, it's self-awareness. Like, I said, the coach get me bored of me saying this, of yeah. being self-aware of everything you're doing yeah. and just Say, reviewing it yeah. and, and just understanding where you could possibly do something better. But um if we look okay. at it, like, movement-wise, or, like, because I, I think, especially a lot of people who listen to the podcast, they might be coming to the gym and they see, like you said, to sort of running and stuff like that for me like when i first started doing crossfit i couldn't do any of the movements i couldn't lift very heavy i could yeah. i could do burpees for days but that was yeah. it yeah. and um my biggest movement error was the handstand push up okay and i just couldn't get it and i probably did the worst thing i possibly could do which was just said um, which was i would avoid it yeah so i avoid it at all costs so like i remember i used to go into the gym worried if like one of my friends had written handstand push up up and i'd like be worried if I got there and I try and avoid it, try and miss it. And it wasn't until I got to a point where, like, I was doing anything else and I was like, I haven't got hands have down push ups yet. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't until I took a step back and was like, actually, it doesn't matter if I can't do them, but I've got to start taking the building blocks to yeah, get yeah. there and, uh, and design some way of building up to that point and practicing it. Yeah, um, yeah, and and it, and it made it such a big difference. I certainly was not scared of doing them. And I don't know why. I think for me, I was scared of them because I was good at doing the other stuff. I was scared of people's perception of me not being good enough. Yeah. I was scared of me, that fear of failure. Yeah. But cutting that out and actually realising that it's such a good opportunity to improve. Yeah. And the way I did look at CrossFit for others now is when you find things you're not good at, it's
1: an awesome opportunity yeah. to challenge yourself and make it better, yeah. isn't it? 100%. And um yeah so you know going back at the start when we had the two athletes it's like that's the trouble you know you can if you're an athlete that's had quite a lot of success and you're not used to you know maybe um having to work hard for stuff and, and you've had that kind of um natural tendency to, to to do well in things and when you come to that uh, point and people you know you think oh, I oh, everyone's gonna see i've got a weakness now and it's just like oh, i don't want to show that and yeah. it's just like. But no one's gonna write on your grave and say, oh, "Hey, yeah. you know, uh, Jack, yeah. age, blah blah blah." Uh, but you couldn't do handstand push Yeah, That's not gonna be put on your grave yeah. so. so, Like, who cares, man? Do you yeah. know what I mean? And that's and that's what I always say to um, to athletes when we're at the board, especially when we have a we with say a lot of movements that could be cast as separators for a lot of people. Yeah, and we just say, look, you know, okay, you may be um, looking at this with some apprehension, but just say to yourself, look, I need to work on this, and it's been provided for me on a session today. I'm awesome. win win. I'm gonna be that one per cent better yeah. when I walk
0: out. Turn into a positive, isn't it? Yeah, massively. Yeah, I think um we we did it, we recorded a podcast uh, about cheating. Okay. About people <laughs> cutting reps yeah. and to build and understand that and yeah, we actually yeah. tapped into a little bit of mindset stuff. Yeah. Basically just making people re-correlate why they're yeah. doing that. And it can be and we've not said that it's a, and cheating's not a bad thing in the sense of people do it for certain reasons, yeah. Right? yeah. And yeah, you're right about that. I think people are worried about sometimes failing because of those things, they worry about their scores on the board, but what I realised was like, especially when I started coaching um, at ShireFit, was very much like, we'd write the names on the board, and everyone's had their scores, and everyone's like, right, should I have a coffee now? Yeah. And then I'd the board off the end of the day, and it's everyone's forgotten, forgotten about it. it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just sometimes re-understanding actually that what you think is, is, is yeah. important sometimes isn't actually the thing that's no. causing the issue. And that's,
1: you know, and that's why you're wanting to get out, um, And understand that mindset. So I was thinking, like, well, how can I get through to that athlete that does rep shave? And you know, I I know, uh, and I've seen it over the years. uh, You know, athletes that will persistently rep shave because they are worried about how they position on the whiteboard And it's in case you know, and like we said, when I was very one dimensional, I used to take offence to that and just think, wow, you're cheating in front of me. Like, how disrespectful is that? And then I, you know, and then I'd probably look at that person in a a probably negative light. And then I was thinking, like, no, my job as a coach then is to try and re-educate get them, get them and stand, just connect with yeah. them and understand, and not, you know, I'm not going to go up to them and say, "Look, buddy, I know you're rep-shaving. What's going on?" You know, I'm just going to be when I address the class and and, and stress that guys that the whiteboard means nothing, and you know, yeah. it doesn't mean anything. It's just it's just there for you to re- record your score, and it's for you. You're not against anyone else. You just stay in your lane. just worry about your own progression because then what happens then is when you come to a competition environment or the open you're putting more pressure on yourself then Uh, because then come the open there's a lot of surprise when people go oh well this person is usually like top of the whiteboard yeah and they've really underperformed on the the open or you know they they say they're real they're injured yeah (laughs) every year (laughs) i (laughs) always get the flu for six weeks man yeah i booked it in for February. Yeah. Um, and I, I just think, but I, I then feel sorry for it because I think, well, you, you can't enjoy the pro- Yeah, you're not you know, enjoying it. And yeah. I just think you put so much pressure on yourself and that anxiety, and you're stressing, you're worrying about the open because you just look. If you just took a step back and just stayed in your own lane, and just you know, just just do be the best version of you. Don't yeah. don't try and rep shave or anything like that. Don't be in competition with anyone. It's just you against you the open you'll perform how you kind of deserve to, to perform on the, the years work you have put in that's
0: probably a quite nice way to finish it and i i said a quote last week that i read it was comparison is a thief of joy yeah and that's literally now a lot of the mindsets i've just talked yeah. about is actually staying in your bubble and understanding your situation yeah. and just re, re-seeing it in a nice path that can take you forward positively but Massively. mate that is absolutely epic really that appreciate a basket, lads that's lab. That is awesome uh, thank you very much, guys. So um, obviously each week we put these podcasts up. If you've got any other ideas or things you'd like to see, uh, email us at teamatshire.fit. That'd be awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank